Hello, my name is Jordan. At the age of 16, I was diagnosed with a myriad of mental health challenges. I've spent thousands of hours with psychiatrists, therapists, doctors, counselors, and many, many more other mental health professionals. And with that, of course, comes with uh, me trying just about every combination of medication that exists. I've studied dozens of self-help regimes, practices, and techniques, and implement them to the best of my ability in my daily life. The psyche of the modern man has been shaped to turn a blind eye to mental health, introspection, and physical health. Dozens of statistics and studies show very hard, concrete evidence of this trend. It's time for that to change. We will be focusing on a wide range of topics from money to intimacy issues, anger to pleasure, self-talk to charity, and many, many more. I welcome any and all listeners to join us, whether you are a man, woman, or non-binary individual. Listen, I understand that men have dominated just about every facet of life for thousands of years, but an awakening is beginning to occur in men and culture. With this awakening, men now more than ever need patience and help to undo thousands of years of conditioning so that we can make this world a safer, kinder, and more loving place to live for everyone. Before we get to today's episode, um, I want to thank everyone for their patience. Uh, I needed to step back from this podcast to focus on some you know, life situations, all of which are good. You know, Of course, some are challenging, but but good. Um, but with that said, the winter months are typically my favorite time to like buckle down, write music, create content, stuff like that. Um, and this is the 20th episode. Yay! We did it! Good job. Woo! So let's get to the topic at hand today, which just so happens to be boundaries, much like I said with this podcast. There's this really great article on uh, psychology today, um, and it's basically just, you know, talking about the power of no, and it is titled The Power of No. So <laughs> here's, uh, here's a quote from it. No is both the tool and the barrier by which we establish and maintain the distinct perimeter of ourself. No says, this is who I am. This is what I value. This is what I will and will not do. This is how I will choose to act. We love others, give to others, cooperate with others, and please others, but we are always at the core, distinct and separate. We need no to carve and support that space. So what does it mean to set boundaries? First, it means that you understand your limits Second, it means actually saying no. Third, it means to actually enforce those boundaries. And fourth, it means to not feel the need to explain yourself if you're pushed you know, for further elaboration. These boundaries can be and should be applied with work, with family, with friends, with yourself, you know, anywhere. Let's break down these four steps 
The first one was understanding your limits, right? So what you are and are not willing to do. Uh, This one is tough because sometimes to learn our limits, we need to either be pushed to them or worse, be uh, forced over them. Understanding your limits requires deep introspection and honesty and vulnerability with yourself. It means sometimes letting go of your fear of disappointing others. It means sometimes letting go of overly unrealistic goals that you've set yourself. It means sometimes letting go of that FOMO, fear of missing out, or expectations. Second is actually saying no and vocalizing your limit. This can be scary. It requires a lot of strength. And to me, and I I would think a lot of people would find that this is the most difficult one to do. It's finding your voice and breaking your silence and possibly and probably making things uncomfortable. This is tough as it's an unabashed proclamation and requires you to own yourself and your actions, which can make us feel vulnerable. And that's not to say like, you know, requires you to own yourself and your actions. You need to take blame for everything or take blame for expressing uh, your feelings and your limit, uh, your boundaries. It's it's quite the opposite. It's saying, no, I deserve to be respected. I have autonomy. I know myself. Back to that uh, article from psychologytoday.com. The brain's so-called negativity bias, first described by psychologist Roy F. Boymaster, which I hope I'm pronouncing that right, guarantee I'm not, Uh, he's a, uh, a PhD over at Florida State University, and he explains why negative experiences have a more enduring Uh, impact on our emotions rather than positive events that are equal in intensity. How they determine what is equally good uh, and on the opposite side of the spectrum what is bad, I don't know. Uh, Men in white coats. It continues, the brain reacts pleasantly to positive stimuli, but wildly painfully to negative stimuli. No matter how much you gift wrap it or sugarcoat it, no is a negative event. This holds true whether we are discussing financial matters, uh, we are far more upset by losing a chunk of money than we are pleased by gaining an equal amount, or interpersonal events, negative first impressions are difficult to overcome, or personal information, negative job feedback has a much more profound effect than positive feedback. (laughs) Here's another name. Uh, John Cassiopo. John Cassiopo, PhD, and the colleagues at uh, the University of Chicago actually measured the electrical output of the cerebral cortex to demonstrate that across a variety of situations, negative information leads to a swift and outsized surge in activity. One hurt lingers longer than one compliment. This next part's interesting. It says, Nevertheless, the ability to rapidly detect bad news and weigh it so heavily, he says, evolved for a very positive reason to keep us out of harm's way. I, I, I want to repeat that, right? 
the ability to rapidly detect bad news and weigh it so heavily evolved to keep us out of harm's way. Basically, our brain has been shaped over millennia to find true power in setting boundaries and saying no. You know, you can't, you can't really fight against evolution. There's, we needed this to survive, to be able to say no and keep ourselves out of harm's way. So that was the second thing is, is saying no. Now, the third thing is enforcing boundaries and sticking to your guns. This one's hard because it requires uh, a lot of persistence and it can be exhausting doing this, um, you know, particularly with the ones that we love. I mean, we've all heard this. Uh, we had plans to go out and we're just not feeling good. So, you know, the response from our friends or someone is just like, dude, come on, it'll be fun. I promise. Um, or, you know, it could be worse. Um, you know, you always do this. Why can't you attend this function? You know, and those are just a few examples. And I even saying them out and possibly hearing them, um, they may trigger something inside you, you know, that, that we've all heard this before and, and, and kind of hurts. <laughs> but with that, I can almost guarantee that you've used these phrases with someone else in the past. You know, this is a tough one to walk as sometimes we really do need a buddy or a loved one to give us a little nudge, you know, maybe push us a little bit out of our comfort uh, zone. I know for a fact that there are experiences in my life I would have missed out on had someone not given me just, you know, a little poke, a poke. But, you know, that also segues into the last step, which is you don't owe anyone, anything. Like I said, there's a fine line between positively reinforcing someone and pushing their boundaries. So once again, you don't owe anyone anything. So if someone demands that you do something or just won't leave it the fuck alone after you've expressed yourself, that's a red flag. Remember, you're intelligent and capable. You don't owe an explanation to anyone. Once they cross over and they're attempting to take control over a situation or worse, control over you, that is not okay. Your happiness and health and self-worth is paramount to you living the life that you want for yourself. You are in control. If there's someone in your life who chronically cannot respect you expressing your boundaries, it's probably time to cut the cord with that individual. All right, so rather than, you know, rest on anecdotal situations where you may have to say no, let's let's break down some very specific times to say no. You should say no when it keeps you true to your principles and your values. Your values and principles, they're self-imposed, you know, which also makes them a little bit fluid. Some situations may cause you to feel more obligated to be flexible. Say a loved one asks for help in something that you may not be comfortable with or that goes against your values, but they're family, right? Or they're your best friend, right? They're your, they're your partner. Of course you have to do this. You'd do anything to keep them happy and safe. 
And thus, we start to feel obligated to bend. And if we don't, what do we feel? We feel guilty. We feel selfish. Of course, you want to keep them happy. But remember, at what cost? Losing yourself to please others and break your principles and values isn't healthy. You have a duty to yourself at this point to vocalize and express this boundary. And with that, they may respond with words of disappointment or anger, and that's all the more reason to set the boundary, right? You wouldn't ask that of them. And if you did and they expressed their boundaries, you would honor that and celebrate that. You wouldn't ask them to betray their boundaries. So why would you let them do that to you? Here's another time to say no. Say no when it keeps you focused on your own goals. And it's in like fat quotations in my script, but uh, this one may be the most quote-unquote selfish one of the group, which has such like a shit connotation, but I'll, I'll explain. Listen, the only person that can improve you and make you stronger and help you be successful in whatever capacity success means to you is you. You're the only one that can do it. So being selfish to ensure that is healthy. Let's say you have an important presentation tomorrow and you typically do your best when you stay in, you read through your notes, you get some rest, you know, you get ahead, you unwind, you know, and it's different for each of us. So, um, you know, it's, it's whatever you needed to do to get into the right headspace. You owe it to your future self to practice those healthy acts of selfish, quote unquote, selfishness in the present. Now, I want to stress that there are very unhealthy acts of selfishness, um, and that will never help your future self out. You know, binge eating or staying up all night or, you know, like, of course, those things will happen. No one is perfect. We're all working on ourselves. But, you know, when you step back, you typically go, okay, wow, I got a great night's sleep. I'm in my right headspace or, you know, whatever. You owe it to your future self to set the boundary and take care of yourself so that you can succeed. Here's another good time to say no. When it protects you from abuse by others. This one may be the hardest one to detect. As it's typically a self-fulfilling cycle. A lot of times when we don't set boundaries with others, we lose our sense of self-worth. We may start to feel that we deserve others steamrolling our boundaries. We may feel like it's our fault that people can't love us in the ways that we need. You may feel small and not valued. So without boundaries set, we may forget what our boundaries even are are or were in the first place, which sucks. I mean, you can see this in a lot of, you know, domestic abuse and domestic violence and, you know, people who are in toxic relationships, you know, they've lost sight of what was and what is not okay. 
Um, they've given up so much of themselves that what are they even saying no to? And in the future, I'll do an episode on toxic relationships and stuff like that because that's that is just a that is a lot. So we'll get to that later. So let's summarize a little bit. No can help you recharge or make a better impression to get you ready. I've used this expression a lot. You know, I had plans with someone and I'll reach out and I'll just say, hey, I'm not feeling the best tonight and I'd really like to give you my undivided attention. So can we reschedule? Or I just feel funky and I don't feel like I'd be the best company. I've been very fortunate, but also very active in my life in refusing to engage with others who cannot respect me saying no. It's made the relationships that I do have with others in which we both respect each other's boundaries even that much more strong. It's basically saying, yeah, you're my equal. I trust you. I I honor what you have to say, and I celebrate you saying no. Stay in, you know, and get some rest. You... You've been working your ass off or whatever, you know, and, and they do the same for me. And that that really makes me feel loved. And I hope it makes them feel loved as well, too. So no is a mechanism to keep you out of harm's way. As we discuss, it's quite literally hardwired into our head. So it's it's also serving as a way to save us from trauma. And sometimes this requires listening to your intuition or gut feeling Uh, Other times, it's by having a clear list of do's and don'ts uh, that, you know, are uh, aligned with your principles and values in your life. Around this time of year, there's always an interesting conversation that I have with folks. You know, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Um, And it's typically either I'm having it with friends because I can't spend it with my family or it's I'm spending it with my family and, you know, it's it's great or it's it's good. Or it's I'm spending it with my family and I fucking hate it. It's a nightmare. Um, you know, or or you're doing it alone and you know, if that is the case, um that kind of sounds nice too. And I'll I'll elaborate on that, right? Thanksgiving is exhausting, and especially if you know spending it with your family or whatever is a fucking nightmare. Don't go. You don't owe anyone anything. It's going to hurt when you say that. They are probably not going to be happy, you know, unless they, you know, support and treat you as an equal and they say, okay, yeah, we we understand. Um, but I would imagine if you're walking into a nightmare of a Thanksgiving every year with your family, they're probably not very reasonable. I don't know, you know. But when you don't go, I can almost guarantee you'll have one of the best Thanksgivings of your life. Like, fucking eat pie in the bath if you want to or you know whatever as i previously mentioned you know sometimes understanding your boundaries is being pushed to them so your mother-in-law's racist outlook or your drunk uncle's creepiness or your family's propensity to just fight over the dumbest shit that doesn't serve you that doesn't serve your growth or your health you know what does serve you Mashed potatoes. Give them some butter, some salt. Ooh, I'm excited. It's a good time of year. It's a good time of year. <laughs> but in all seriousness, 
the food will be all that more sweeter, and you can do it in peace and at your own pace. No can be cathartic and a very freeing expression of your power and your self-worth. It's saying, I know myself better than anyone else. What is happening isn't okay, and I can fix this. And I can fix this by saying no. It's also saying, and you know, this is the hard part, if you don't like it, too bad. My health and my future success and my autonomy is what's most important in my life, and I know what I need, and this is what I need. I want to end this episode by saying this. Setting a boundary does not need to be an explosion of your frustrations. And sometimes we build it up to be. And that's, you know, that's our, that's our, uh, we're our own worst enemy in that, that area, right? We get so far into our head about saying no. What are they going to say back to us? Are they going to be angry? You know, uh, I don't want to hurt them, that type of thing. Sometimes you'll finally come out and say no and they'll go, oh, wow, I appreciate you you know, giving me that feedback and I totally bring it in and and I accept that and thank you for saying that. But other times it may not be. It may be hard, but stick to your guns. Sometimes it needs to be tough because saying no, they'll remember that, right? It's, It's evolutionarily hardwired into our head to when they hear you say no, they will remember that. Of course, the best practice is to express your boundaries early and stick to your guns. But, you know, there's going to be people who just aren't going to listen, right? In those situations, your anger and frustration when people don't respect and listen to you is valid. In these situations where you express no, you may lose quote-unquote friends or quote-unquote loved ones, maybe even your job by speaking up for yourself or your principles or anything like that. It's not going to be fun. But after the dust settles, some time has passed, you'll be proud that you expressed how much you value yourself. Those quote-unquote friends or quote-unquote loved ones or job, they didn't respect you. They didn't honor and celebrate you. And most importantly, they didn't serve in your growth, in your happiness, and your future success. And aren't you worth having all those things? Or no? With all that said, I uh, want to thank you all. Uh, the, the traction that I have it seems to be kind of carrying me through uh, with this little hiatus that I went on to. But, you know, I really want to get back into it. Um, you know, the algorithm is coming for you. So I, I got to be consistent in it. So that's my goal. Um, please follow, like, and share this with others. Please engage and follow me on Instagram at Male Mental Health Space Podcast. Spread any of the words that I've quoted or rambled on about with anyone that needs to hear it. All I can continue to do is put out the best content that I can, but I need your help to spread the word. Once again, this is on us. Let's be the best soul, body, and mind we can be. Being a man comes second. Thank you. Thank you.